doing, Zach Cassidy? Adam Henry, Bobby Jones. Jeff Jarrett. Joe Siddle. TJ Laramie. And Holy Mackinac, you're listening to Wind City Sports. What up, everybody? My name is Victor Moore, and thank you for streaming or downloading this episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast. Windsor's only local sports radio show and podcast. The radio show airs every Thursday live on CJAM 99.1 FM in Windsor and Detroit at 12.30. And you can hear replays on Tuesdays at 8 p.m. But you can catch every single episode of the Wind City Sports Podcast featuring full uncut interviews with athletes and coaches wherever you're listening to it right now, of course. But you can find us directly on windcitysports.com, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are found. As well as our social media, we have Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. So give us a like, follow, subscribe, whatever it may be, at WinCity underscore sports. But we'll talk about that, as well as how to access the podcast and listen to the radio show yet again at the end of the show, as we normally do. But today is Thursday, November 28th, 2019, and it's episode 173 of WinCity Sports. And happy Thanksgiving over to all of our friends across the border in the U.S., Obviously, it's a big day for them and get to stay home, eat some turkey, watch some football. I guess this would have been a good week to showcase a football interview, but nevertheless. uh, Actually, we do have a big football interview coming up that I recorded this week and uh, definitely be hitting your ears through the pod uh, by the end of the year. Um, In the next couple weeks, we're going to talk about some things that will happen around the holidays and uh, a little more. But this week on Wind City Sports, our guest is a guy from right here in Windsor, Ontario. Um, a former Colorado Avalanche and 2018 Spengler Cup champion, Ryan Wilson. He's playing in Finland right now. He talked to me on WhatsApp a few weeks back. He's playing for the Cowpaw hockey team, uh, coached by Sammy Kapanen. Might have heard of him. Uh, so we have a, a pretty awesome conversation with Ryan today. We talked about his OHL career. He played for the Sergeant Sting before going off to the NHL, signed by the Calgary Flames, and then making it over to the Colorado Avalanche. But... I uh, don't want to spoil too much for you. You're going to hear all about his career in um, the, the Spangler Cup last year. Um, the the Calpa winning the Spangler Cup with some Canadians, including Ryan. So, uh, again, another guy from Windsor has gone on to pro hockey ranks. He ran through the OHL. He was one of the best defensemen at the time in the O. Um, so why not have Ryan Wilson on the show? Uh, later on in the show, we also are going to talk about a little bit of sports news that you may have missed. Our, uh, we'll also hear on the Wind City Sports radio show. And get you caught up with what you may have missed, including our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week. But first, I just got to tell you about SeatGiant.ca. SeatGiant.ca should be your go-to site when buying tickets when they're not available on Ticketmaster. They have everything on there, and I'm talking in Windsor, across the border, and beyond. Any game, show, event, concert, theater, production, you name it, they have tickets for that, including our Windsor Spitfires, and soon enough, Windsor Express. Go to SeatGiant.ca right now to get your tickets, all in Canadian dollar, so you know exactly what you're buying. And better yet, you can get 5% off using our code WINCITY, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y. That's SeatGiant.ca if you're looking to get some tickets to the Windsor Spitfires game this weekend. We'll talk about that in a little bit following our interview with Ryan Wilson. Speaking of which, time to send it over to him. A quick one this week. Let's go over to Ryan Wilson, former Colorado Avalanche. Here we go. On the phone right now, we have a current defenseman for the Kalpav, the Finnish Liga. Prior to that, he spent six seasons with the Colorado Avalanche, also a former Sarnia Sting and Toronto St. Michael Major from Windsor, Ontario. Ryan Wilson, welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. 
Growing up in Windsor, what uh, what area were you from? And did you play like Riverside, Windsor Minor? Where uh, were you in hockey as well? Um, I kind of grew up a little bit everywhere. Um, my parents were separated, so uh, my dad lived in Riverside. I grew up playing in hockey in Riverside. Um, that was kind of his thing. Was he uh, he put me in hockey, and um, so I I played in Riverside, and uh, I grew up like kind of mm, by the mall like walker home sites mm-hmm. i played baseball for for a year okay. um, so kind of like both sides of the city i guess yeah were you playing other sports as well or mostly hockey well, obviously you mentioned baseball uh, uh, hockey and baseball pretty much uh that was pretty much it i played some school sports mm-hmm. uh just to i think just to play but um i was pretty serious about hockey and baseball uh, quite obviously too did you ever kind of have a kind of bump on the road where you're like okay which way do I go do I go to hockey or go to baseball or were you more focused on uh, hockey yeah well um, I was pretty I'm th- pretty sure I was uh, I was pretty good at both sports um, there was a there's a point where uh, I had some people kind of pulling towards baseball and um, but I think um, you know, my, my passion when, at that age was hockey, and I think, uh, you know, I think everyone realized that I was a little bit better at hockey than baseball. <laughs> uh, although I did love playing baseball, I had to kind of make a decision. I think it was uh, the year before my OHL draft year, so maybe like 14, 15 range, somewhere in there. Um, it just got to kind of overlapping like with uh, training camps and hockey. Yeah cutting into baseball at the end of baseball season. So um, I guess it was kind of one of those points where the coach uh, didn't think it was like um, fair to the rest of the team that I would miss games and practices to go play hockey. Sure, absolutely. So. Like you got to focus on one or the other, but sometimes it's funny to hear people be like, I just kind of happen, you know? Yeah. So yeah, I just, go ahead. it was just one of those things where I just, uh, I chose hockey. Um, Obviously, looking back, it was the right decision, and yeah. uh, you know I'm, ha- I'm happy with that decision I made. <laughs> no doubt, man. I mean, it really paid off for you. So things started to roll with your time in the OHL, St. Michael Majors. Uh, as mentioned, you, I think you were drafted there. So what do you remember about kind of leaving home to go to the GTA to begin your hockey career? Uh, I don't know. It was kind of a, it was a little bit of a weird time for me. Um, so I, I think it was like more just um, – I've been training for it and kind of just wanted to get it started. And I think uh, going there was kind of um, more just get there, like let's go, let's start playing. And um, and I was excited, but I was still like nervous because I wasn't a um, a first round pick or second round pick. I was drafted in the third round, so like back then, um, I think there was only you can only have two players play so there's two third round picks so it was, it was just like i there's a lot of like uh, maybe i don't make it maybe i do kind of thing so um i played well enough at camp made the team so i was i was excited about that and obviously going to toronto you you uh you're like blown away at how big the city is when you when you start living there and have to travel around and you're hitting so much traffic and um you're late for things and it's just uh it's it's a big eye opener, but uh, but I really enjoyed my time there. 
Absolutely. I mean, I mean, anywhere to start hockey is Toronto, out of all the places. It's basically the capital of the world uh, when it comes yeah. to hockey. And uh, like you had mentioned, I mean, did you feel like you had a lot to prove there to try and make that team? Yeah, I, th- I thought so. Um, obviously, uh, I was playing junior B back home, and that was kind of a big thing as a little bit young, um, like a double underage or mm-hmm. whatever it was. And, um, and I didn't have a great year. I just, uh, for whatever reason, wasn't maybe uh, – for whatever reason, I just I didn't put up points. I didn't uh, – you know, I didn't really, like, peak and then um, – I just put together a really good summer um, and ended up uh, starting out the season playing really well. So I was, uh, it was good. The uh, the coaches there were really good with me. So um, they gave me all the opportunity, and I think uh, you know I, I proved that I could that I was w- uh, worth like the opportunity. Yeah, that's all it takes, right? And from yeah. there, you're in 2006. You were traded to Sarnia, and there there was a great presence of. Uh, of Windsor players, really, uh, featuring <laughs> Danny Anger, Dalton Proud, uh, Matt Martin, and, of course, yourself. I talked to Danny on the show, and he kind of alluded to it, but did you guys kind of bond together quickly, all being from the same town? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I, I knew Danny from uh, minor hockey. I played a little bit with him. He got brought up to our team, uh, I think, for a tournament or uh, a couple games. He was a year younger, so um, – so I knew him a little bit and like you, you skate with some guys and you, and you hear about some guys and then, um, you know, get to meet them. And obviously like, um, you know, after, after that, you're still, you're still friends with them and you, you love hearing from them and seeing them around. And, um, you know, I, I think, <laughs> I think Sarnia has more Windsor, uh, Windsor kids than uh, any other team in that league, even Windsor. So, um, it just, it just, for whatever reason worked out that way. I think, um, like Parker Van Buskirk was there, uh, Matt McCready even was there before me, and then you'd like some county guys too. So, um, you know, it, it's it's always nice when you know a couple of people, and you can just walk in and kind of you're not alone in that dressing room after being traded. So uh, that was a nice feeling. Absolutely, man. Definitely uh, give you some comfort in the locker room, but. I'm pretty surprised that you went uh, undrafted after being a very highly touted defenseman in the O. You were winning all these uh, awards, like Defenseman of the Year and stuff. Was it a shocker to you at the time? Yeah. Uh, my draft year wasn't wasn't a great year for our team. Mm-hmm. And say, Mike's, we kind of, um, we just, for what, like, we had a lot of talent, but we were kind of underachieving. And I think, uh, you know, ultimately, like, it was a big eye-opener for me. I thought, I thought still I'd get drafted, but, um, you know, I, I knew I wasn't going to be a high pick. And mm-hmm. Obviously, I didn't get the phone call, and um, which was a tough day, but I think uh, I think it was a good thing for me because it was a big eye-opener, and that knowing now, like, that I have to do, like, more work and put an extra time and do everything that I can possibly do to kind of prove everyone wrong and I think like that kind of pushed me forward and got me to where I was like coming out of junior mm-hmm. so I think uh you know those two years where I did, wasn't drafted like it it was it hurt but ultimately like it, it helped me along the way and helped me to have a little extra fire to prove everyone wrong and prove all like all the scouts and everyone that came and watched that um, you know they messed up 
Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point. And it makes you work harder, right? Even to go back to uh, your time making the St. Michael's majors, the same thing almost in a sense. You know, you had a lot to prove and uh, it was time to step up, I suppose, right? Yeah. I, and I think like, um, you know, any any kind of adversity, you, you either go one of two ways, like either mm-hmm. like thrive through it or you kind of just give up. And I mean, or, you know, you just kind of coast the same way. And I think um, you know, I, I chose the right path and, you know, pushed through it and just worked harder and did whatever I had to do um, to kind of get to that next level. No doubt, man. It ended up paying off. You worked hard. You went to a few uh, training camps, looks like, in St. Louis and Philly. Uh, were actually signed by Calgary first in uh, 2008. Didn't crack the Flames roster at all, but definitely spent a uh, majority of your time that season with the Quad City Flames. So how was your first pro experience out there? It was it was interesting. I mean, um, you know, just just being at camp and um, for the first couple couple times gave me some um, like familiarity. Um, you know, you get some experience. You you're not as nervous, and um, I think I had a pretty good camp my first year. And ultimately, like they they had a really good team. They had maybe nine NHL defensemen that were like proven NHL defenseman, not just guys that kind of just got called up the year before, but, um, so, you know, going in, there's, there's really a very, very small chance of making it, and, um, but, you know, I, like, that wasn't really the goal, the goal was to, you know, kind of go to camp and, and prove that you're, you're a good player, and that, uh, that I deserve to, um, for them to sign me, and, um, and to make the American League, I think that was my my big goal that year. Is mm-hmm. Just just be able to make the American League because they even then they still had a lot of defensemen signed to like American League NHL deals. So um, even that was I was kind of a little bit nervous that year where um, maybe I had to start in the East Coast League, but um, for whatever reason there was a bunch of injuries and I I think I started the year in the American League on the first D pair. So. Um, that was like a really nice like for me um obviously not for the guys injured but for me like the start of the year playing a ton of minutes and um i just got really comfortable really fast and uh learned the game pretty quick well, it's all about that experience right and i feel like the american league is kind of overlooked like it's a huge accomplishment to even make it there right oh yeah for sure like you know uh, obviously now being in europe there are like a ton of leagues that have good players mm-hmm. but um, you know, you're one. You're you're so close. You're one step away from, uh, you know, all your dreams. And I think just to play in the American League is a huge accomplishment. Like you're you're in the elite of elite mm-hmm. hockey players in the world, and um, and you just have to kind of grind your way. And hopefully, um, you know, someone sees something that, you know, you're gonna get that phone call up, and and then and then the real pressure starts. Yeah, for real. So speaking of which, uh, towards the end of that first season is when you were traded to Colorado, uh, first assigned to the Lake Erie Monsters, and then following that season, quickly called up and pretty much never left the NHL until you left the league. Uh, so coming in, had a pretty good time for the Avalanche. What was it like starting your NHL career with the likes of Matt Duchesne, Adam Foote, Milan Hejuk, just to name a few? Yeah, it was it was nice. I mean, um, I, that phone call was definitely not expected. Um, <laughs> I was out for dinner and uh, with some. Uh, my D partner was Wes O'Neill, 
so his family and my family we were out for dinner as a home game in Cleveland so it's uh, it was an easy trip for them and uh, I think I played like maybe nine minutes that game I got uh, a big penalty and um, and I just like was at dinner I'm like oh some weird numbers calling me and then I answered it and they're like yeah meet us in Boston and I was just like in shock so um but like the early call-up was good um they had some injuries and I got called up and I I knew I wasn't going to play like obviously they had six um six healthy defensemen so um you know to, to get called up and um I just you know, something else had to happen for me to play. And, um, so I watched the game in Boston, watched the game in Toronto, and sure enough, someone got injured and um, ended up playing my first game in Montreal. So um, it was their home opener too. So it was a, it was a, it was a big game. It's definitely an unforgettable experience. And, um, you know, we had a lot of, we had a lot of guys that, um, you know, you grew up watching, like, like you said, Adam Foote, Hayduke, uh, Darcy Tucker, and then we had a lot of young guys that just came into the league, like uh, like Matt Duchesne, O'Reilly, Chris Stewart. Um, there was, I think we had eight eight classified rookies. So it was uh, it was a good year to kind of get into the league and uh, get into that dressing room. We kind of molded with the with the younger guys and um, and the older guys, and it just you just took it in, took everything in. And, um, you know, I just enjoyed that. That's awesome, man. That's exactly where I was going to go to next. Because looking at that roster, it's it was a great team. Uh, I think you guys went to I think maybe the first round exit or second round, but yeah. um, like just like you said, like those veterans like uh, Adam Foot and Hayduke who built that organization in a way, and then the kind of new era of guys. And I had to ask about uh, Dar- Darcy Tucker. That being his last year, uh, what was he like on and off the ice? He was he was great. He's uh, you know definitely a. Uh, um, one of the best teammates you'll ever have um you know just uh hearing some hearing some stories from him and um you know what he kind of went through like being an undersized guy and kind of the the crap that he dealt with and being that agitator and stuff like that um and what a what a family man like i remember just uh just like one one plane trip we were hitting some turbulence and like he hurries up and like puts on his seatbelt and grabs on he's like it's not my time it's not my time <laughs> like he's just like he's like my my boys my boys and uh it was just it's just kind of funny to see like um you know a guy that's probably been on i don't even know maybe four thousand of those flights or because back and forth or whatever and he's he's in like a little bit of panic but um you know he was he was just a great guy um never never a dull moment when he's around so that's cool i mean at the end of the day we're all people right <laughs> yeah exactly it's <laughs> funny and that that's that's the big thing is everyone's just so nice and um you know you, you become part of a, a part of a bigger family and it's uh you're so nervous going in there and everyone's just like kind of like having fun and just playing playing a game so mm-hmm. uh damn day everyone is just a just a person and it was just uh it's just it's it's hard to it's hard to know that without being there and i'm sure you built a good uh kind of working relationship i suppose with uh colorado you spent 
good six seasons there. And it looks like at the end of your career, you only played a, a few games. Uh, was this due to an injury or? Yeah, yeah, I, I tore my labrum and it was a pretty bad one. So I had like a eight, nine month recovery and just kind of, that was my contract year. So mm-hmm. obviously um, they didn't resign me and then went and tried out with Calgary and things didn't didn't work out there the next year. So I came overseas. And that was just a decision that you kind of made. It looks like you started off in the the KHL. So, you know, we've heard those horror stories, but some people really do like it over there. How was your uh, season there? How did it all kind of come to be? It it wasn't a good season. Um, I kind of, I had a lot of problems with the, uh, with the visa. So hmm. it was just like kind of back and forth to Toronto driving and trying to figure out the visa. So it took me like a month and a half after training camp to get down there. So, um, so obviously, like, they were deep into their season already, and I'm just kind of sitting at home. I was skating with the University of Windsor, and, um, skating whenever I could, and just it just wasn't like a good, great start um, after going to camp and playing well at camp, and just you know, kind of ran into a spot where like they might they didn't have enough room, and kind of what can you do? Yeah. yeah situation and um I, I chose to go to russia and um you know with the hopes of coming back after a year having a good year and just kind of off to a slow start and then um it got better as the year kind of went on um they kind of eased me in knowing that i really haven't played in a while and um i didn't really enjoy that because i was there to play and <laughs> but uh it was just um it was just like a bad year all around like um like point wise and kind of took me a month to get back in there and playing well and um by that time their season was pretty much over so mm-hmm. yeah when it rains and pours you know one thing goes wrong and it can all go wrong yeah for sure. and then from there after russia you went to switzerland uh for a yeah. year before finland where you are now so did you want to kind of i don't know if you wanted to get out of um where you were did you want to kind of travel and play overseas kind of see the world while you're you know living your career uh no no like i i wanted to come back to north america and then okay. it just uh for whatever reason like um the league got kind of got younger and younger and um and to kind of come back like i would have to start again in the american league and you'd, i'd be taking up a veteran spot so it's there's a lot of complicated things that like um you know even i i didn't understand but um you know talking with my agent he kind of explained everything and you know um just didn't work out and obviously there's some good opportunities over here to keep playing and um and in good cities and good countries so uh at that point i just kind of decided to kind of go where wherever uh wherever i was wanted and um, and kind of bounced around a little bit and then ended up here a couple of years ago and had a good year and had some fun. Um, you know, our, the team here, uh, very like welcoming and kind of, you know, like, um, they want you to be a part of the team. They don't, uh, you're not just like an important, um, you know, guys inviting you over for dinner and stuff like that. Just, mm-hmm. uh, just a really good situation here and i think uh i enjoyed it obviously my first year and they offered me a couple more years so 
so I took it and um, kind of see where it goes after that. Absolutely, man. Um, and now this is your third season with them, as mentioned, in Finland with Kalpa. And as you mentioned, you are obviously enjoying your time there. And you guys are the defending Spengler Cup champions, man. That's got to <laughs> yeah. be quite the career highlight for you last year. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was crazy. I it was my second time in it. I played uh, played in it with uh, uh, Lugano in Switzerland, and we lost to Canada in the final. So um, just getting back there and being up, given the opportunity to kind of play them in the finals was, um, you know, like for me a little bit of redemption. Obviously, uh, we played a great game. Um, we kind of um, kind of like pissed off them a little bit, mm-hmm. where you know kind of wore on them played really good defensively just um you know play that grinded out kind of game that we had to play against them they had uh obviously like a really uh highly skilled team and a lot of guys have played a lot of games in the nhl um so we knew we had to play like a tight defensive game and just kind of wear on them and stick around stick around and then uh obviously we wanted a shootout um so it was a it was a wild experience and one that I definitely will never forget. Yeah, that's wild, man. It's got to be cool to be playing against your uh, home country, probably guys that you played uh, with or against as well. And uh, international hockey is probably your first uh, experience to that, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, pretty much. I, I played uh, under 18s when I was obviously under 18, um, <laughs> but that was so so long ago. Now that I'm getting into my 30s, and um, so. It was nice to kind of play them, and it's just uh, it's a different experience when you're kind of playing against your home country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and and a very prestigious uh, tournament too. For I mean, what looking at almost a hundred years or more that this uh, tournament's been going on. Yeah, yeah, uh, um, and it's a great tournament. Like it's uh, it really is like a lot of fun. It's over Christmas. You kind of yep. get to go. Uh, I was kind of lucky that uh, my mom and brother kind of got to go both both times and come see me play so it was it was good i got to spend christmas with them and um just really enjoy like the whole holiday and get to play some hockey and it's just uh it's really fun for them too like there's ice rinks and great uh great like skiing and snowboarding hills and um it's a really good good place to go visit so yeah it's a lot of fun just like um like you mentioned it's around it starts on boxing day uh, just like World Juniors, it's one of those things that you just kind of gather around and watch. And it's really cool to see because, uh, you know, they say Finland, if uh, if not, uh, Russia is like the second best country for hockey. And you get some of those teams and they're playing against some of Canada's best. So it's a cool mix um, of yeah. what it actually is. Yeah, and, and usually it's, it's you know, some of your better teams in those, in those leagues. Um, so... Yeah. It is like it is a really good mix. So you got a team from Germany, um, Finland, Russia, Czech, and then t- um, and then the Davos team. So yeah, yeah like it, it is a really good mix of, of different leagues and different players. And um, I'm sure like on on every other different team, like there's there's a guy you probably recognize or have seen play um, over in North America before. Absolutely. And as mentioned, it's coming up again, kicking off on uh, Boxing Day. Assuming you guys are in it, I'm sure you're excited uh, for that again. No, we're not in it. Oh, you're um, not as defending champion? Uh, it no, just, uh-huh. I, thought, I thought we would be, but <laughs> uh, we got in um, because of uh, 
we finished a cer- I think fifth or sixth the year before mm-hmm. in our league. So um, it's kind of goes hand in hand with the Champions League um, over here. So it's um, it's kind of a technicality, I guess. So, yeah. but I, I thought no matter what, the defending champ should be there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for they, sure. They didn't agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's never too late. But that wasn't where I was going to wrap it up. But uh, thanks so much again, man, for taking the time to do this. It's, it's cool to see, again, a guy from Windsor who uh, has made it to the NHL and beyond. You can play pro in so many places now. And, again, it's just cool to see a guy from here doing it. Thank you. Thank you. And just like that, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Wilson, former NHLer, Cal hockey player, assistant captain, from right here in Windsor, Ontario, I got another cool, uh, cool conversation with someone who's gone on to pro ranks, played with some studs in uh, Colorado. I mean, go back and look at the hockey DB, and just the top two or three guys are, are potentially uh, Hall of Famers already. So, yeah, I mean, he came in at a good time, and he's had a great career uh, for a guy that's definitely dealt with some adversity and has strided through it you know look at him now still uh still playing at a high level and winning championships world championships basically the spangler cup um so again thanks again to ryan for taking the time to do that uh talking to me on whatsapp with uh god knows how i don't even know what the time difference was we kind of just settled on a time based on eastern uh time zone and you know obviously him communicating with people back home uh that's gonna be the same sort of thing so he's probably used to it so thanks again to ryan for taking the time to do that and we're going to break down the rest of the pod this week with some uh, local sports news. Kicking it off with our Windsor Lancers and our Windsor Lancers Athletes of the Week from GoLancers.ca. From the women's volleyball team, it's Amy Slauson. And from the men's hockey team, Brennan Fusey. Um, the Lancers Weekly Recap is featuring our men's hockey team who actually picked up two wins over Western University at home and away this weekend with final scores of 6-2. to two. And five to two, which is why Brandon is one of our athletes of the week this week. Both men's and women's volleyball teams went perfect this weekend, picking up wins over Nipissing in New York, which is why Amy is one of our Windsor Lancers athletes of the week. Women's basketball was perfect in double headers against Algoma, while the men went one and one, losing ninety-five to eighty-five on Friday, and then defeating Algoma Saturday ninety to eighty-one. And the women's hockey team picked up a shootout win over Laurier. This week, the Lancers look ahead highlights both men's and women's hockey teams at home, both tomorrow and Saturday. Laurier will be in town tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. at South Windsor Arena in men's OUA action. Then on Saturday at 4 p.m., the women will face Guelph. The track and field team will be at the Bob Vigers season opener in London tomorrow. And finally, the men's and women's volleyball teams will be in Guelph on Sunday, taking on the Griffins. For more information on Lancers sports, games, and times, visit golancers.ca. The Windsor Spitfires are currently on a 13-game point streak, coming off an overtime win over Owen Sound on Sunday. The the Spits gear up for London tomorrow night at Budweiser Gardens. On Saturday, they come home to the WSU Center for a 7 p.m. game against Niagara, looking to keep this train rolling. For more information, go to windsorspitfires.com. Prospect Fighting Championships returns to the St. Dennis Center next Friday, December 6th. The Pro MMA event will feature local fighters and fighters from all around Ontario and Michigan and beyond. Recently announced is UFC veteran 
from Toronto, Elias Theodora, who will be stepping inside the cage in Windsor on December 6th. For more information on tickets and bouts and much more, check them out on Facebook or go to prospectfights.com. And finally, congratulations are in order and go out to University of Windsor alum and former football player Drew Desjardins and the Winnipeg Blue Bombers for winning the CFL Grey Cup on Sunday, the first in 28 years. So congratulations, Drew. But it looks like that's it this week on the Wind City Sports Podcast. My name is Drake Demore, and I'm here every Thursday with a brand new episode of the pod on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere podcasts are found. Just simply search up Wind City Sports, W-I-N-C-I-T-Y, all one word, Wind City Sports. And you can also hear us on CJAM, 99.1 FM, on your radios, in your car, anywhere you go in Windsor and Detroit, every Thursday, live at 12.30 p.m. You hear part of the interview from the podcast, lots of local sports news, some cool music, and more. Um, that's every Thursday at 12.30 and Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Catch us on social media, though. You keep up with our guest announcements, uh, some previews from the show, and just some cool stuff that I like to post on our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. At WinCity underscore sports is our handle if you're trying to find us. And again, WinCity is all one word. W-I-N-C-I-T-Y. And then space sports. WinCity sports. You can also follow me, Drake Damore, on Twitter and Instagram at Drake Damore. But we'll be back with a brand new pod next week. And until then, smell you later. <laughs>